Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Morning Video Games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here, Tommy, and thank you for welcoming me to the show and hosting us here in your beautiful apartment. Well, you're very welcome. And can I say so far, you've been nothing but an impeccable guest. Ah, oh, that's the first time that's ever happened. Usually I'm like dropping trow and shitting on the floor as soon as I walk in. <laughs> yeah. Smearing it on the walls. See, with you, it's the silly season goes the other way. You mm. become a bit more sensible. Yes. You become a bit more restrained. Yes. And uh, also joining us in my humble abode. My name's Adam Knox and can I sleep in your bed? Can I have a shower? <laughs> can I have a glass of water? Ah, it's too cold. Uh, can I have a... What's, something, what's the worst house guest... Have a bit of porridge to do. Complain about the temperature. Yeah, <laughs> give me two more. Uh, uh, as in, what? Someone's staying with you. What's the what? worst thing they could do? Someone's what? just come around to visit. They walk into your house. What's the thing they could say first to make you go like, "Oh, that's not. That's a bit rude." What's a rude mean, house guest? I mean, oh, I'm reminded of. I can't remember who it was, but recently I arrived at someone's house, and the person with me immediately asked the host, "I'm going straight to the toilet. Is that okay?" <laughs> I did that when I got here. And I didn't <laughs> oh, ask if it was Adam. okay. <laughs> no, that's I true. said I'm I printed it up a little bit. Didn't <laughs> yeah. I? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm going to the dunny, try and stop me. <laughs> yeah, I cleaned it up a little bit for the podcast. <laughs> then I got into wrestling position, <laughs> expecting you to try and stop me, but nothing happened. So yeah. I just went in there and waited for a while, <laughs> pretending like I needed to go. You gathered well, your thoughts yeah. and then came back. <laughs> Ah, you're a tiger. (laughs) But to let you off the hook for that, one could make the argument, we earn money from doing this podcast. This is work. So in in effect, Mm. this then becomes a place of business. Mm -hmm. So it's not unfair of you to think of this place as your office. Now, if you turned up to your office job Mm -hmm. and went straight to the toilet before doing a single shred of work. I think that's fine. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, if, if it's a long train trip you're or You're getting something. there in the morning, yeah. usually. Like, yeah. usually, it, you know, everyone's taken a few minutes to settle in. The mm-hmm. morning meeting isn't for a little bit. Yeah, You've got time to, to run into the toilet. And then you'll see some of you work and they go like, ah, Monday again, huh? It's, and they'll yeah. go like, it's, the, well, it's, it's Wednesday, actually. It will be in five days. Mm. But yeah, you haven't been here for 48 hours. What were you <laughs> expecting? <You're> like, ah, <laughs> ah, classic. But you would Garfield. <laughs> if this is my office, yeah. I should spend the whole episode just scrolling through Twitter. Yeah. Because that's all I do at work. But so you wouldn't feel like let's say office day work day starts at nine o'clock. Let's yeah. say you've kind of skated in there nine oh two. And you've got a monster on deck. Yeah. You really need to hit the can. I'm sitting down for seven, eight minutes. That's what I mean. Yeah. You right. wouldn't feel like you gotta do let's just like keep the first thing I do should be sit at the desk. 
just to kind of like I, let everyone around down. me register that I did in fact turn up. You can't yeah. go turn straight the computer into the on, sit down, yeah. turn the computer yeah. on, look at an email, and then do a noise where I'm like ah. Right. <laughs> like I've forgotten something. Sure. And act like annoyed, like oh, I've already set up and I forgot to do this thing that I had to do before. Yeah. I set God, up. the yeah. human body, it's such a bother, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then hope that nobody sees where I walk. Right. Yes. Hope yeah. that everyone thinks like, oh, he must be going, going to, to the printer. Yeah, he's going to the, the supply closet. He's going to a meeting. He's, he's going to an early out. meeting. Yep. With Mr. Porcelain. He's going to drop off a package. Yeah, we've got a lot to discuss. <laughs> We're going to have a, a bit of a brainstorm mm-hmm. over how much shit I can take at one time. <laughs> but back to your question, what's the worst thing a house guest could do? Yes. Now, are we talking a visitor as in they just come in? Oh, that was your question, Adam. Yeah, they just doesn't come matter. In. I, was, I thought it. <laughs> <laughs> they just come in. As in, they're visiting as in, you've just come to hung, hang out at my house for a couple of hours? I guess or so. Or am I hosting you? Am I, was, I, I wasn't you that invested here? in the question, so I don't know. You can make up your own rules. Well, what question I was going to ask is, what is the worst thing a house guest has done in your mm. humble abode? We haven't played a lot of games this week. <laughs> 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 if someone comes in and points that, that out about your podcast, okay. <laughs> first what, thing when they get there. What's the worst thing someone's done in the game House Flipper? Uh, ah, oh, nothing Because you're not really a guest You're an employee That's true Um, What if you if you come in Okay, this is the worst thing Okay Thinking someone's coming to visit And then they're like Can I actually stay? Ooh. Or, or, or being like I need to stay for one night And then it's like a week Yeah Ooh. Yeah, yes. that's rough That's obviously the worst that's thing That's brutal yes. I feel like if they're staying If they're a guest Any kind of Critique of anything in the house mm. is off limits. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, what's with this? Yeah. And it's like, you have no Oh, I keep else my to heads go. in the freezer. So what? <laughs> <laughs> this is my house. I keep my heads where I want. Yeah, I find that a bit, that's a bit rich. Sure. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend's mum is staying with her at the moment. Oof. And, uh, my girlfriend went to work and then came home and her mama repotted all her pot plants. Whoa. Because she was like, last time I was here, they weren't looking great. Now they're looking worse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to be fair, she was like, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of, that is annoying and med- meddlesome, but it, in a lot of ways that, you know, parents will meddle, but then thing. you yeah. kind of yeah. do have to let it go and go, what a pain in the ass job that is. And it's actually kind of cool that I don't have to do that. And now. the only right. bad thing about that is the embarrassment of being like, yes, I haven't been taking proper care of these plants. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. that reminder of like, Oh, I thought I was a grown up, but my mum is always going to be my mum and sort of treat me a bit like a kid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, Ben, you've got a lot of plants in your house. Yeah. What do you think of that fiddle leaf behind you? It's it it's, really seems to I mean, me there's, there's, a leaf there's on the one ground. leaf on the it's, ground. It's been knocking on death's door for a little while that now. That leaf, just... the position it's in, looks like it's trying to crawl outside <laughs> to get help. It does too. I think I gotta get a photo of that. Someone so was around here the other day, and they were like, "I've really got to say this to you. It's I've been holding this back for a long time. You got to sort out that fucking fiddle leaf. It's looking really worse for wear." Plants are nice, but a bad plant looks worse than no plants. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a testament to your inability to keep something alive. God, it's re- yeah, it's time, isn't it? It's time to take it to a farm. Yeah, you got to <laughs> take it down yeah. to its favourite lake, have a pair of shears behind its head that it can't see, and be like, shh, it's okay. Just look at the lake. Well, that's th- this is the thing I was wondering. I was like, you know, I do like that style of plants. I was like, mm. I guess I'd just, kids, I guess I'd just get a new plant. Yeah, you know, I'd have to I'd have to break it to the two of you very gently because mm. you're around here all the time. Yeah, and you'd know you're like it's it's like okay, it's okay. We'll get a new plant. Mm. We'll get a new plant that you guys will enjoy seeing. But then I was like, a plant that big. What do I, genuinely? What do I do with it? 
Do I just go and put it in the bin of my apartment building? Yes. <laughs> that that's is, how you dispose of it? Just yeah. chuck you, it in the bin? No, you chuck it. You, nah, put it like just in like a mulchy garden in a park or something, right? I mean, honestly. Take it down to the park to bury it. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Just, well, just, it's not it burying free. it. It's no. planting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You, re- you can't yeah. bury a plant. <laughs> Wrap it in carpet. <laughs> Off you go, boy. Off you go. Run, <laughs> yeah. run out there and join your friends. <laughs> I was just going for a jog in the morning and I found this, I found this plant wrapped up. <laughs> no, I think that's salvageable, honestly. Just yeah. Don't overwater it. Probably take it away from that window because it might get too much sun. Yeah. No, that's like a south-facing window. I reckon it's not getting enough light. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, maybe it needs a bit of a spell. Pop it outside for a bit, yeah. Yeah. Set it on fire. Hmm? Do you reckon the head of the plant is the bottom or the top? Because the bottom is where the brain is, the roots. getting all the nutrients and stuff. (laughs) Now, you've... Leapt to a conclusion that the roots are the brain. I reckon they are. They're the they're the the center of the. They're the main part of the plant. I would call my head the main part of my body. Yeah. It's the part huh. I'm most concerned hey, about the looking head, after. That's the only place any roots are happening for me. <laughs> <laughs> you so. do a lot of mouth fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> Slam dunk, boys. <laughs> yeah, that was the alley oop. <laughs> no, I uh, think that's fair. The yes. I was just, I was going to do, I saw a chance to do a segue and yes. so I was going to do it. Okay. You just said the word alley-oop there. That's certainly a, did, yeah. What did you call alley-oop is something that happens in basketball, right? Yeah, which is a sport. It is a sport. Yeah. Do you, you guys see all that Nintendo stuff that happened? Yeah. Yeah, they announced a bunch of games. Yeah. Including mm-hmm. Sports Story. Oh. Is that what it's called? Yes, yeah. it is. Um, let, I, I'm conscious of talking about plants for too long. On the video game. Oh, I think it's pretty relatable. It is relatable. Everyone knows what a plant is. Plants versus zombies. Famous <laughs> game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that plant is going to be a zombie soon. Right? Uh, you do. A, a, there was some type of plant in Tony Hawk. A something plant. Yes. A hand plant. Maybe. Yeah. If you did like a hand plant. Oh, on yeah, the lip yeah, of yeah. The yeah. Um, there's been a number of Simpsons video games. Yeah. Homer works at the nuclear power plant. Oh, nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We're onto something here, boys. We had a segue. Um, <laughs> we started a new topic. And then we somehow segued back into yeah. the original topic. <laughs> We've recorded like a whole bunch of podcasts in the last few days to release over like New Year and stuff. Mm. So I think it might be at the point where we're all actually overanalyzing the, the form. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm very aware. Yeah. Holding the mic is tiring to me now. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it was a big weekend. Yeah. yeah. We got a lot of hot content coming out over mm. the uh, summer break. We mm. did a Game of the Year episode and we did two, a two-parter, Games of the Decade, yes. the previous decade. Uh, Not like the, the upcoming 2010s. one, yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll all be coming out soon. Not stuff we're excited about for 2029. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. Uh, Last of Us 2 will be great, though, in 2029. Yeah. <laughs> we'll oh. get to wait again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cheeky little bugger. I fucking got him. Uh, but yeah, Sports Story. Yeah. The same studio that made Golf Story. Yeah. Which I quite like. I like yeah. rather than the follow-up being like... Golf Story 2? Just, <laughs> just gone general. I uh, love all it. All of them. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great. It's like I've frequently sort of um, bemoaned the fact that Mario Tennis sucked and I actually loved those sort of casual sports games. Yep. And Golf Story was fucking awesome. It was loved a great Golf game. Story. Yep. So, I never. Yeah. I don't think I ever ended up playing it. Golf Story. It, so it, it was like an RPG as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was kind of a riff on the old kind of Game Boy Color Mario. That's Golf right. Games. Yeah. Like Mario Tennis. As yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Where they would have yeah. tournament modes, but then dumb little story in between mm. where you're doing little kind of mini fetch quests, and there's kind of an overworld, kind mm. of linking all the. Um, 
courses together. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. We came out very early in the Switch life cycle. Yeah, yeah. So there's probably a fair few people out there that missed out on it, but definitely mm. worth going back in on. And it's it's probably on sale or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, go and go and find it because really really good. Yeah. So this is similar setup, but I like. Just a what a world where you're going around doing all different sports, right? That's what it looks like. The way yeah. it's the way it's written in. I'm looking at an article on Kotaku, kind of recapping. It wasn't like a direct, I don't think, but it was some just Nintendo video about some indie games that are yeah, yeah. either out now or upcoming on the Switch. Uh, it says uh, it's sports story, a sequel to the RPG golf story that combines many different sports like bas- baseball, tennis, soccer, and probably more. Oh, <laughs> I like that they've just got, you know, sports, mm. baseball, soccer, <laughs> just list them all. Uh, That'd be great if they're like, we don't actually know if these will be in the game. <laughs> but here are this, some sports. Here are some sports that we know to exist. <laughs> yeah, hockey, <laughs> mountain uh, climbing. Horse racing, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. Um, hunting, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, cricket. Here's Unfortunately, something <laughs> here's something I was thinking last night of the uh, of the th- I reckon the holy three of the laziest sports. Okay, bowling, darts, pool. Yeah, they're the fat guy sports. They're yeah, the three fat guy yes. sports. I was yes. watching darts at a pub uh, we were eating at, which uh, is lazier than playing darts. <laughs> I guess so, but I was oh, able to barely. turn my head. Like sure. the TV was to the side. Sure. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's sick that they have these massive stadiums <laughs> yeah. full of all these people watching darts, and the guys are just big boys. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's drinking relatable. pints as yeah. well. Yeah, it drink it. Well, it makes your aim better. Sure, if you if you've always <laughs> been doing it that way. Yeah, yeah. What's the uh, laziest of those three sports? Do you think? Uh, out of bowling, darts, and what pool. was and pool? Oh. Darts. Darts would darts. have to be, surely, because yeah. literally no movement. Yeah. Are you Bowling, you've got to get forth? a little run-up to the <laughs> You don't run-up. Well, you, you know, you get a little <laughs> canter walk, going. Sure, yeah. And you're, cool, no, you're, you're moving around the, the table. Big, yeah. heavy yeah. ball yeah. with yes. bowling. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. sweet. That's, you know, that's yeah. exercise. Darts, you got to walk back and forth from the dartboard, yeah, but only the once every, like, three. Yeah, 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 that's true. And that can happen in... that. That's not... The speed that you do that doesn't impact the game. Yeah. You that could ab- crawl up there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could. You just insist upon it. You're the best darts player in the world. So yeah. you're like, no, this is how I do it. Here comes Crawlin Johnson. <laughs> we don't have the airtime to actually show you this entire darts. What are they, a match? I guess it'd be a match. Yeah, darts is sick. Tournament. Darts is fun. Yeah, yeah. So is bowling and so is pool. The lazier, the better. The I went sport. bowling last mm. night. That's why I was thinking about uh, it. Nice. Good fun. You know what I miss? Maybe this is too specific a... Australia slash Victoria thing, AMF. but in AMF, yes, when you would go bowling and you would, and every shot you would take, there would be like a little thing on the screen, like a little CGI animation mm. of you know, let's say um, the bowling ball is a sheriff and he's shooting down a bunch right. of the bowling pins that are all dressed like criminals, yeah. yeah, and there'll be like a little different themed one of them for every you know for every like type of shot you could get. Sure, yeah. that's yeah. gone. I mean, mate, well, I went to a strike bowling last night. Yeah, and you don't get you don't get any stuff like that. There's just like old YouTube found footage of like Bugs Bunny cartoons on the screen Why? for the whole thing. I don't know, random. Why have the TVs there <laughs> if you're just humor. gonna? <laughs> yeah. Well, one time I went to strike and it was like Eminem was playing 
over the speakers. Yeah, yeah. And they just had the footy on the screens I, at the end of the lanes. I was like, this I knew, is brutal. I, I knew that Eminem was playing over the speakers. I didn't think Eminem was there <laughs> yeah. in no, the corner like, of the bowling you know, alley. I th- no, you know, I could have meant like the music video was on as well. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem was playing in the lane next to me. She just kept <laughs> slipping over on all the things trying to perform. Um, but yeah, yeah cool, sports so. story sick. Is there a... Uh, is there mid twenty twenty. Mid twenty twenty is the uh, release window. Exciting stuff. Uh, like, the, I don't even mind that those guys have gone back to the well. No, no, it's I, a, it was a good game. And I they're Australian, more. aren't they? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yes. Yeah. If they're building the well bigger too, that's cool. Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, Axiom Verge two, which is another one that uh, I don't, I think I ever got around to playing. Is it like a Metroid style game? Mm-hmm. Axiom Verge one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be in the. Uh, American fall of 2020, so our spring, right towards the back half of the year. Uh, I think that was very well regarded, though. Yeah, Axiom Verge. I remember hearing a lot of good stuff about it at the time, mm. but similar to you, just never getting around to it. Uh, something called Skatebird, which is about a bird that skates. So there you go. <laughs> is it? It kind of looks a bit Tony Hawk esque. Uh, Tony Hawk, yeah, as in uh, it's the bird hawk, yeah. That's yeah. the best title of any game ever. Why didn't they call this, yeah, like Tony Eagle or something? <laughs> yeah. Tony yeah. Eagle's Pro Skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. I bet pro they tried but couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. fuck, I hate the name Skatebird now. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Eagle's Skatebirding. Tommy yeah. Eagle's Skatebirding. Yeah. yeah. Pro Skatebirding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's a bird word that rhymes with pro? Crow. Um, crow. Oh, Tony. T- Tony. So, wait, what's a bird that's Tony as well? What? A bird that rhymes Sounds with Tony. 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 Oh, Tony. Uh, Flony Eagles. Flony Pro Eagles, Skateboarding. Pro <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get a, get, find these guys' email address. Yeah. <laughs> Urgent. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know how, like, in Tony Hawk's, you get, like, you get unlocked Spider Man? Yeah. So we're like, you can have this name. All we want mm. is we want to be unlockable characters. Oh, yeah. The yeah. three of us has been. But we're all in <laughs> yeah. Spider Man outfits. <laughs> but it's just the little name above it. Yeah. Little floaty it's just name. Sp- <laughs> you unlock Spider Man, but it says Ben. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? His name's I'm Peter. Like, yes, I made it. <laughs> um, something called Gleamlight, which is from the Bloodstained people, which is another, right. it's a side scrolling action game. I'm going to mm-hmm. click through to it here. Uh, it is available early 2020. Ooh, it's got kind of a that's soon. Yeah, <laughs> Jan one. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Very Hollow Knight looking uh, side scrolling action game. Mm-hmm. Kind of a um, watercolory stained glass is how they're oh, yeah. describing it. Oh, I might have seen this actually. It looks a lot like Hollow Knight. Uh, something called Super Mash, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming up in May. Uh, in in Super Mash, you can s- it is set in a game shop owned by a brother and a sister who discover a mysterious game console. Every time they turn it on, it mashes different game genres together. Okay, so maybe that's something like a little warrior wear ish, mm-hmm. mm. something like that. Not too much more info on that that I can see. Um, I like their pitch; it's got me interested. I'll I'll cl- I'd, <laughs> I'd like to see how that works. What does it mean? How do you mash up two game styles? It'd be like... Um, Get a load of Hollywood Ben over here. <laughs> I like the pitch. <laughs> How much are you going to need to do this? I just watched all of those um, uh, the documentaries, the, the movies that made us. 
Oh. Uh, have you seen that? The uh, films that made us? It's on Netflix. I haven't seen, but the to- I see, keep seeing the toys that made us come up and it, be like, oh. It makes it so, it, it's the same right. one, but like about movies. It's like Die Hard and Home Alone. Right. Uh, Ghostbusters and Dirty Dancing, I think. I didn't watch a Dirty Dancing one because I've never seen that movie. Yeah. But uh, it's. You seen Die Hard though? I have seen Die Hard. Oh, it's a perfect one to pop up around Christmas it's time. It's my favourite <laughs> Christmas <laughs> movie. Jingle bells. Jingle. <laughs> Die Hard must be playing. It's my favourite Christmas <laughs> movie. <laughs> Everyone, I thought of this idea. It's a Christmas movie. Ho, ho, ho. What about, you know, that dumb thing that people do called, uh, what's it called? Whamageddon? Yeah. Where people, no. tr- you try and, it's like, how long can you go? Over December without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. We're fucking infinite. There's all these. I can go 31, 30 days. I heard, 31 already, days. I've, I heard it straight away. Yeah, the idea is that it's so ubiquitous. Like in every shop you're in, it's Never impossible it. to avoid this. Just timing. don't go to shops. But that should be the it's new not challenge. on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Die Hard Again. How long can you last until in some the festive cunt season? Die Hard Again. Talking about Die Hard being a Christmas movie. Yeah. I, too bad everyone loses. Uh, I, I hung out with Tim Clark the other day. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something called Boyfriend Dungeon. Hi, Tim. Uh, <laughs> the oft mentioned on this program, yes. Tim Clark, and we we rarely really give any context for who he is yeah. or why we're talking about yeah. him for anyone who doesn't know. He's been on the podcast before he, he yelled something in the back of an episode he often like introduces us at our live shows yeah that's <laughs> yeah, right yeah. like that's right. yeah <laughs> he was ben's housemate when we started doing yeah. this podcast yes. so he would be in the background every now and then yeah he was in chimp cop yes with these two men what's that melbourne stand-up <laughs> comedian <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's it saw him uh crush at spleen a couple of weeks ago oh nice very very funny we Love did Timmy. another one of them, it, it, calling it like Chim Cop is my favourite Christmas movie or something like that. Would be pretty <laughs> funny. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I want to find, I reckon you could, there must be a film where there's a way more tangential mm. link to Christmas. Like, yeah. Like one Passion of the Christ is my favorite Christmas. <laughs> that's movie. not bad. Oh, that's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> really not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you're like you act like that, but you just say Scrooged or something. <laughs> yeah. now, you guys might not get the connection, but Scrooged <laughs> yeah. is my favorite Christmas movie. My cre- my favorite Christmas movie is The Grinch. <laughs> uh, now, Home Alone. Now, let me explain. <laughs> Home Alone Two is my favorite Christmas movie. Does that take place? Because that doesn't take place at Christmas, does it? I think it does as well. Well, Does it? It's um, definitely winter. It's definitely winter in New York. It's um, Christmas, yeah. Cause yeah, because he goes to the toy shop. Yeah. yeah, I think I was going to say, if it wasn't Christmas, but your argument was that it's a follow-on from Home Alone 1. Yeah. And so you just technically, it's like part of the larger Home Alone universe. Well, it's in the Christmas cinematic universe. established itself in Christmas. Yeah. yeah. The Christmas yeah. cinematic universe. Yeah. yeah, the CCU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't uh, like that title. That's well, Boyfriend Dungeon is uh, where I'm going to be visiting later on. It's where I get tied up. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, right. It's a dungeon crawler. She's punish you like she punishes those plants. <laughs> no sunlight, <laughs> no water. And mum's going to have to come around and fix you, <laughs> repot you. It's a dungeon crawler and a dating sim, uh, which is Persona 5. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just a. It's a JRPG But it's got a meta <laughs> title Yeah so, And I don't like that Yeah I don't like the title uh, I'm just gonna, uh, clicking through to the Nintendo page To have a look at the art style Because I, I, when it's not working for <laughs> that reason Great <laughs> Here it is uh, Isometric mm. 
dungeon crawler, and then yeah, dating sim as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've got uh, it's murder by numbers. Mm. Which is a visual novel crossed with Picross. I love Picross. Yeah, yeah. Picross is cool. Yeah. Uh, and it's... Uh, okay, it's the developers of Haddo Full Boyfriend, which I never played. Oh, right. The pigeon dating yeah. simulator. Mm-hmm. All and of these games sound like they were generated in that Super Mash game. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> oh, it's mixed two genres. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got the composer from the Ace Attorney games. Oh. That sounds oh, cool. like it could be cool. Yeah, yeah, that does sound cool. The Survivalists, oh God, a pixel art survival online multiplayer game from Team 17. Couldn't care less. I guess oh. that's The Escapists. Right. Uh, which is the one that I always see that's on sale that has the worst looking art style that I've ever seen. Yes. yes. And I, it always turns me on. I mean, off. Whoa! <laughs> turns wow. me off a bit. I, I was reading that the was word a, on. That was a genuine Freudian <laughs> slip. Wasn't wow. Freudian. We got him. Someone's wow. going to have to go to the boyfriend dungeon <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Ben, read him we his Miranda rights. We got him banged. It. We got him. We got him up against the wall here. Uh, and Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. Yeah, I want to fuck it. <laughs> now, Tommy, you might not realise. I mean, uh, I want to play it. I was looking at the word fuck. So that is a, a just a port. Yep. Yeah. From the original Xbox, mm. uh, if you trace it back, and then out today. Dauntless and the Talos Principle. Two games oh, yeah. that have been on other other things. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Weird that they didn't do it as like one of the Nindies Direct or whatever it seems like. They just kind of. Mm. It's what was it called? Indie World. They had. I this guess other it was an indie, a Nintendo Direct, but it was yeah, Indie World. Indie World, because that yeah, they have these two separate brands, and I've never been able to work out what the difference is because there's the Nindies yeah. showcases, and then there's this Indie World thing, and I, I don't quite if, get what the difference is. I wonder if Nindies. Have some Nintendo funding behind them or something like that. And right. this indie world thing mm. is like, well, they, we technically don't own any of these things, mm. but we'll show them off for whatever yeah. reason. They're just going to be on the eShop. But yeah, no idea. Because, yeah, sports story is like a significant enough. If there were mm. just a bunch of like, I don't know, stuff that's already out on other things that's just happening to come over in the next couple of months, then I could kind of understand wanting to sneak it under the radar. Right. But sports story is a big announcement. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, I, I I don't know why Nintendo does eighty five percent of the things they do. <laughs> yeah, so true. I've stopped. I've stopped even like surface level analyzing <laughs> yeah, it in my yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna read the names of the games. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it, like it's always weird when none of these are Nintendo doing them. Like they're coming yeah. out on the Switch, but this is just a bunch of random games all being kind of talked about or announced at once. But some of them yeah. have been announced before. Some of them are already out on the PC. Yeah, and, like it's. Uh, the Switch is just a, a, a fun place to play indie stuff. Yes. Yeah. For sure. It's nice to have that thing on a handheld, those things on a handheld. Weird yeah. time to be doing announcements, though. Yeah. Getting near I the end so. of the year, stuff starting to, new things kind of slow. I, I guess but. not anymore because fucking Sony has done another one, which yeah. we'll talk about in a yeah. minute. And like the, the Game, Game Awards, Awards next yeah. week. Yeah. Something like 15 uh, trailers or 15 announcements, maybe. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. There'll be a lot of stuff there. There always is. Mm. Hey, good for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Towards this back end of the year where there's nothing new coming out, like I've been playing Mass Effect 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we said, we've got a Games of the Decade podcast coming yeah. out. Not to give anything away, yeah. but I've been playing Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Tried to play Mass Effect 1. Oh, you actually did. Yeah, right. Yeah. I put it in. I've yeah. still got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then after I left the Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it just... At the time, the shooting wasn't great and the controls weren't great and yeah. it didn't run great. But 
in like 2007 on the 360, a lot of games did that. Right. Sort it, of. It just had that personality and the story obviously is, you know, very interesting. And, yeah. Yeah. I've played through that game like three times or something mm. now. So I kind of remember the beats quite well. Yeah. And Sa- Saren? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So Saren is a, a, a Spectre. He's a Torian Spectre. Yeah. But you got to he, he makes the one ring. And exactly. Then Frodo then, has to chuck it in the mountain. Uh-huh. And at You've the got end, it. Um, Samwise asks you to pick between three colors. Or yep. You've got to either fuck Merry or Pippin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Merry. Yeah. There's it, it, a game that in 2007 was kind of subpar in these ways, but people let it get away with it because of these other positive things. Yeah. Once you already kind of know those positive things and aren't excited to see them anymore, which is all the story and everything, the gameplay really was a little difficult to go back to. Right. So I played a two, maybe three hours of Mass Effect 1 and it hasn't really kicked off by then either. It's a long game. Yeah, yeah. But um, just couldn't really be fucked with it. <laughs> There's a little digital comic thing they made for Mass Effect 2 that recaps the events of 1 and lets you make the choices for that. It's about 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And then lets you get straight into two, having made those choices. And I did that, and it was kind of cool. So I've that's the way I, I first experienced the, the franchise. I got two on yeah. the PS3, having not played one. And one had never come out on the PS3. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, I didn't have the gaming PC at that point. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, I was kind of the same. I got Mass Effect 1 on PC much, much later. was playing it and was like, oh, but I remember how good Mass Effect 2 is. It holds up. Still, I imagine you just played it. I'm maybe halfway through yeah. at this point, and it's fucking great. Still, yeah, I'm yeah. still really enjoying it. Obviously, you know it doesn't look as good as I remember. But gameplay wise, like the cover shooting, like all that stuff was so so fluid and, and well it's, done. It's still good. It's ten years, old, especially with shooters, uh, third person shooters of that generation too. They do age, right? The the tightness of the controls and that sort of stuff that we have in those sort of games now, you kind of take for granted. Mm-hmm. What are like, you playing it on? The 360. Right. The like original version. Yeah, that I right. Um, so yeah, it's not like uh, maybe a mouse and keyboard feels better mm. at this point. But the yeah, you kind of take with something like Red Dead 2 last year, a, a big complaint that a lot of people had, not really myself included that much, but that the controls felt a bit weird mm. and the shooting was kind of um, off. This is kind of... It's different to that. It's a weird comparison to make. But I think people saying that about Red Dead 2 just just shows how much we take how good controls for stuff are for granted now. Right, right. We've really got it down at this point. And I guess it will keep going like that. But it it is older. And yeah, 2007 or whenever Mass Effect 1 came out has aged more than the 2010 that... like. A 5 out of 10 in those respects for a 2007 game doesn't hold up anymore. Like a 9 out of 10 in those respects for a 2010 game still does. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yep. Yeah. So I'm still enjoying playing it. The shooting is definitely not up to the quality of games today, but that's to be expected. But the structure of it is the thing that's really getting me through it. That's the... Because, I, I again, I've played it before. I kind of know where the story goes. I remember vague beats of, oh, yeah, this character has this issue that they want you to help and all that sort of stuff. But it's still well written enough that I'm enjoying it when it comes up. And just the putting together the team, mm. having like these 10 or so team members who you go and you do their mission to bring them on board and then they give you another mission to gain their loyalty. Yeah. And then the main story is sort of escalating at the same time. Yeah. yeah. That like 40 minute to an hour-ish kind of that sort of length chunk of thing 
and then kind of being able to do them in whatever order you want mm-hmm. is really, really cool for a structure. Mm-hmm. It's levels. It's just like a list of levels pretty much that you can choose from and do in the order that you want to mm-hmm. essentially. And that structure is still really, really good and very fun. Like this heist movie thing of like putting together the team mm-hmm. and you're kind of directing in whatever direction you want. So Mass Effect 2 is still really, really fun. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it heaps. Sick. Uh, so I played that maybe, I think just the once, maybe twice back in the day. And then I'm really looking forward to getting to three mm. and coming back to that without having ever touched it again since 2012. Yeah. And seeing if that still uh, makes the grade. Mm. But yeah, I, it kind of made me realize why there hasn't been a remastered thing of all of those as well, because Mass Effect 1 is the problem. Right. They would really have to go back in and redo Mass Effect 1 to have it be acceptable exactly <laughs> yeah. to be received well now yeah. i th- they would need to do significant work to that game in particular you'd almost want them to remake it in a similar engine to the sequels yeah like or- turn it from that weird sort of just point and shoot thing to mm. like a proper third person cover shooter yeah and yeah. Th- you might even need to do it with two a bit as well like yeah, it's, right, yeah. it's a little clunkier than i remember um a, a proper remake slash remaster of that franchise I'd be all in. I'd happily rebuy that and replay that. Yeah, I, th- I like. It's like it's like the good Star Wars trilogy of the past fifteen years. Yeah, like, it really holds up. I think. In all that that, that stuff of like the the galaxy that they make and all the, mm. the the backstories of all the different races there and the the way it's all um, drawn out and made to feel like this much much bigger galaxy than you get to actually see. You're walking around in pretty small areas. And yeah, stuff still, but. It's still effective, mm. and it's still um, it's sucks you. You in. could call it. You could say it's mass effective. You could. You might, I don't know why. I don't get what Can that's we bump a reference that one to. up in the uh, in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> Just burning people's ears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could what? say it's mass effective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They maybe don't hold together well enough for it to be. I don't know. They like a yeah yeah right. They were they. Just weren't quite there enough at the time with the shooting and that sort of stuff. You know, like, I, I do remember at the time everyone kind of being like, it's a decent shooter now. Right. With two. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And that doesn't sit quite as well now. Yeah, sure. It took a little bit of adjusting even with two, but now that I'm in, I'm in. But I guess reboot the whole thing. That would be good. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Andro- Andromeda, I guess, was a reboot, mm. but they didn't from all the reports of people i'm still yet to play it oh i played a bunch of it i yeah. played like 20 hours or something right it just it has some of the fun sort of going on the missions and getting people together and like very basic rpg sci-fi just like let's progress the story by doing this yeah um and it has a bit of sort of like the sheen the mass effect sheen mass effect 2 had a lot of sheen martin sheen <laughs> Oh, is in the game. And now you've joined the party. And it's still <laughs> it's still cool to be like fucking Martin Sheen's in this. That's Yeah, weird. I forgot that. He's really he's the elusive good, man. Yeah, it's a good character. But yeah, Andromeda just had like none of the actual like fun, really unique personal touches that made that trilogy actually good. Yeah. Uh the the story and the side stories. This is a weird um point. I think it suffers being in a post how TV in the last decade has gone world. Because a lot of what two was what was cool about two at the time was that it had these really interesting side stories for all these characters. Right. Of like, oh, this is crazy that this um 
this is like an, an Asari assassin. Asari is like one of the alien races, if you don't know, the, whose daughter is like this um, succubus, basically, mm. who goes around having sex with people and that kills them and she has to kill her. And it was like, wow, what a crazy story. Mm. And it isn't as impactful now. I don't know if it's because I know it or if it's because you've had your Game of Thrones and stuff and the way that the world has been telling stories in you know, popular culture for the last 10 years there's been a lot of things done that are all connected and all along story. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of things that have kind of pushed those boundaries of like where stories will go to in like a morally gray area. Oh yeah. Sure. And not yeah. much of this seems that gray anymore. Not much of it seems that like out there anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that being the case. A, a mass effect that was kind of focusing on having those kind of grounded Grey stories, especially like the Paragon and Renegade differences in that. That becomes a little uh, simplistic or, yeah. They're lame. A little corny, yeah. I think the Renegade's choices are all shit. Right. Like... It, it's you're it's doing the just same thing. Someone's face. Yeah, you're just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, and then it's I, I'm not doing them. I've done a couple of them towards the start because it's like, oh, maybe I'll do like a renegade mm. run. I've never done that before, but they they suck. It's just <laughs> like you're going in the same direction and saying the same things, but you're a cunt. Yeah, yeah. And I then having the story later on be like, wow, you are a example of what humanity can do, and you're like, fuck off, nerd. It is like <laughs> yeah. the dumbest direction to take that stuff in sure yeah it, that really suffers in comparison to modern storytelling because yeah modern storytelling has genuine shades of gray and yeah. moral choices where there's no right answer and stuff like that mass effect it's just like you're gonna make the right choice but you're gonna be a little sassy so that stuff about mass effect is weirdly aged yeah the writing yeah. has aged right the shooting has it's it's all aged. it's 10 years old nearly so oh, yeah it would I've, all be older it is older <laughs> right but i'm surprised by how much that's um affecting me because i'm usually quite good at adjusting to old things Right. And I guess these games are in just that weird middle point that is always hovering there. Yeah. Where when it was 2010, stuff from 2000 was less interesting. And when it, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's before something becomes retro, it's just old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's in a weird point now, but I'm enjoying two. One was hard to go back to. I will play three after this and then I will dip into Andromeda. Ooh. So if anyone wants to hear Mass Effect reports, <laughs> this is the podcast, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, we've also had over the what last couple of days a Sony State of Play. Yeah, yesterday or today? Yesterday when you're hearing this. Yesterday. Uh-huh. Yes. Maybe two days ago in the US. Maybe three days ago if you waited a day to listen. Maybe it's four years from now. <laughs> Whoa. In which case, probably you could go back to Mass Effect One now yeah. and be like, "Oh, this is quaint now." Yeah. yeah. Retro. Um, yeah, they announced a bunch of stuff. Uh, they gave the release date for Dreams. Feb 14, Valentine's mm. Day, a day for dreaming. I guess so. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a dream in a long time. Really? I've started having weird dreams again. Really? Yeah, like going on like holidays with my family and getting stuck in the snow and stuff. Oh, no. Like what's going on that's, here? What if that's a vision, a premonition? Oh, about going on holidays and getting yeah. stuck in the snow? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. This dream's been in the pipeline for a very long time, hasn't it? It's technically out in early access. Right. Um, and it's weird because you can still buy it for like... I don't know if they're changing the price, actually. I feel like at one point they were saying after early access they were going to put the price up to like full price, but currently it's like cheaper. Right. But uh, you can buy that right now and play it in early access. They're adding a story mode for the right. for the proper release. Okay, and yeah. that'll just I I'm assuming that'll be similar to Little Blig Blig Planet, 
where it was um, just sort of demoing what you could do with the creation tools. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, it's more of a guided experience rather than like, you know, a proper narrative. Because that thing seems cool. People have already made, I've seen like some really cool stuff in it. Like what? Like uh, boxing games and platformers and shooters and all sorts of different crazy nuts stuff. Okay. I remember going through a bunch of YouTube videos of mm. like, here's the weird shit we've been making in Dreams. And obviously it's a more limited pool of people making it currently than it sure. will be when it fully comes out. But that, I feel like three years ago, four years ago, Sony was like, Dreams, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Media Molecule, mm. they're fucking bringing that out. Yeah. And then it dipped off. It was at a, uh, it was at PAX when we went, not, not yeah, last year. It was there this Maybe year too. Yeah, it was before, there this yeah. year. Mm. Yeah, it might, I think all three years there's been a line for Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but I've passed yeah. by. Um, whatever Valentine's Day Yeah Goose Games coming to PS4 and Xbox Great Cool It's got a Game Pass specifically Oh nice So everyone can play Goose Game If you got an Xbox And Game Pass And Game Pass 18,000 <coughs> people can play Goose Game I wonder how many people they have signed up for that Yeah More I mean Call it's, Bill Gates It's uh, Everyone should sign up for it December 13 is Cool Goose Game Cool um, That's a good game Spellbreak is a magic-based battle royale. Okay. So we're all going to play that? Yeah, yeah. We're all going in? Yeah. Is um, it like... Uh, I'm assuming the magic is just like, instead of a bazooka, you've got a magic bazooka. Or like, you can freeze this person for a little bit and then shoot them with your magic bazooka. <laughs> it looks like they're wearing gloves with magic powers. Oh, okay. So that's cool. Oh, boy. That's cool that they made it magic even less... Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be like, it's not real magic. I have to put on these gloves. <laughs> uh, Super Liminal, a game that I was watching a little trailer of before. Um, it's been on PC for a month, but it's coming to PS4. It looks fucking awesome. This is the perspective one that I feel like there was a trailer for like six years ago. <laughs> right. I remember seeing, maybe it was just like a tech demo for these people figuring this game out. Maybe yeah, it's something sure. else, but it's like you pick up a small thing like mm-hmm. a chess piece near or a, you or a ps4 controller i saw in the trailer uh, mm. and then you turn around and put it on what looks like a far away table and then when you walk up to it it'll be big as though it was actually on that table but far away and yeah. perspective small exactly yeah so right. it's a bunch of those puzzles puzzles what was there uh oh hellblade senua's sacrifice had a lot of perspective puzzles of like lining shit up Getting symbols to appear. Yeah. Nowhere uh, yeah. near as creative as this, I'll say. Like, this looks really, really fun and cool. And I don't play a lot of first person puzzle games, although you, Knox, I like And em. you told me you like The Witness? I like The Witness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked uh, Mist and shit like that. And, yeah. like, Abduction was by those people. And that sort of game I, I enjoy. Yeah. So this is cool. Didn't it's like good. Antichamber. Right. Do you remember Antichamber? Nope. It's like that kind of... I remember the hype. Very minimal graphics and stuff, mm. and I, I was confused by it is why. Oh. I could not fucking figure that thing out, so I decided it was bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no release date for Superliminal yet. Um, what else is... Oh, Kingdom Hearts 3. It's got some DLC coming out. So that's that's good. Cool. What's the, Do you know what it is? They're bringing in Final Fantasy characters Leon, Yuffie, and Aeris. Okay. And it's spelled Aerith, but I said Aeris. It's Aeris to me as it's well. Aeris. I it, I thought for ages for some reason that that song, I'm all out of faith, this is how I feel. I thought you were saying I'm all out of face. Like, you know, you lose face. 
Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought she was just saying it weird and then adjusting to it being faith <laughs> and figuring out that I was wrong always made me feel like I was lisping. Mm. Same as this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the exact same situation. Um, some game called Predator Hunting Grounds. Babylon's Fall, which is a new platinum game to collab with Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were saying before the show, it just looks like a platinum game. Yep. Yeah, we fed 50 platinum games into this bot and... It was like, I don't know what to do with this. AI isn't up to this level. And then (laughs) Platinum made a new game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then two more things that are of the most interest, I think, to us. Resident Evil 3 remake confirmed. Yep. 3rd of April 2020. So it's another fucking thing in that deluge of games coming out like March, April next year. Uh, It looks good. The graphics are really, really good. Same as Resident Evil 2, I guess. Yeah. 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 Did you play that, Tommy? I got it and then never played it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's a life. <laughs> I know. I know. I got to play it. How good is that shit? <laughs> Just sitting there mocking me every time I turn the console on. You see that little tile there? <laughs> that little logo going like, fuck yes. That was like $100. Yeah. Because I played the demo. I played the demo and really liked that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. did I. Yeah. But I, I'm sure I said it on the pod at the time. Too scary for me. Loved it, really well done, beautiful graphics, fun right. puzzles. Too scary, I didn't want to get walking down a corridor and zombies having a go at Resident me. Evil 3 was, will be way scarier, I reckon. Really? Because Resident Evil 3, the big thing was Nemesis, who's like this big zombie who, at the time, I played the original on the PS1 back mm. in the day, and he would chase you around, similar to the Mr. X guy in Resident Evil 2, but he could like blow his way through walls and shit and yeah, like right. would come at you when you were not expecting it at no, all. No. Uh, and if they can pull off that feeling again, but in a modern context of having him, you know, blow up through the ground or whatever. Yep. That's all it is. It's just changed axis. <laughs> right. <coming> but <laughs> And good graphics. Beautiful fucking graphics. Mm. Um, they'll have to do a hell of a lot of work to make this like a substantial remake right uh, same as they did with two that was a huge remake but two was a longer game than i remember three being three was kind of short and I, I think just the jill story the, and they've added another character now who right. i don't really remember for the first one but might have been in it um over the shoulder shooter thing again and they're including that multiplayer game yeah 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 project something the, like the fourth, fifth fucking... Project Resistance. They've put out a bunch of those Resident Evil multiplayer games that I don't think anybody has liked or played, really. Right. Uh, so it's smart, I guess, to just package it in with this. Sure. I don't think it's really a selling point. Right. I don't know if anyone's coming for that. But just but just being able to say it has single player and multiplayer. Sure. Is yeah. something. Quick turnaround, too. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're working on both at once or what's going on. Because Resident Evil 2 took... Ages, right? I remember them announcing that ages and ages ago. Like, we're doing the... Do you remember they just said, like, we are doing a remake? Yeah, I don't remember that. He, like, someone from the studio, like, put on Twitter, like, would you guys like to see a Resident Evil 2 remake? Right. And put it to, like, a poll or something. (laughs) Clearly, like, took that to their bosses and went, like, look. And then, like, four years later or something, Resident Evil 2 came out. Right. So... Good on him, yeah. Yeah, when fine. did it come out? Like May this Last year? year? It was like January. I think it was quite early. It was yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, they have turned that around quick. That's great. Yeah. Exciting. And then I think the game that I'm most excited for that was mentioned in this state of play, Ghosts of Tsushima, got a like less than a minute cutscene <laughs> trailer reveal saying, hey, for the rest of this reveal, watch the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. 
but it looks sick still. Like I forgot how excited I was for it. It it looks like a beautiful game. I think it looks great. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Uh, still no date. Maybe the Game Awards. Surely, yeah, yeah. You'd imagine so, because if it's still a PS4 game, it's got to be within the next eleven months or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So. And they've been talking about it for a while now, so it must be. That was years ago that they yeah. announced that one. Yeah. And then it was one of their four that year yes. that they had four last yeah. year. Last. Not this So 2018 Yeah yeah, yeah. 2018 E3 Because yeah. they skipped this year Hey Yeah Yeah um, I I don't Still really Know Enough about it To be feeling anything Either way Samurai are cool Yeah But we've had a lot of Similarly set games now A lot of feudal Japan Kind of I mean I think uh, My reaction When it first got announced Because it was announced Around the same time That Sekiro was Yeah I guess so Was that Sekiro and, you know, accurately so, looked like it was going to be too hard for me to fully enjoy. Right. And this looked like at least a slightly easier version of it. Sure. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for it. I like that first Infamous game they did. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I think that's the only game of theirs I've ever played. But, um, yeah, good, good on them. Yeah, Make, good oh, on. Making games is hard. Yeah. If they can pull that off, <laughs> I'll be so impressed. Very, very Full impressed. credit to the boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else? There was another confirmation during the week that a new Bioshock yes. is being worked on. News biological Shock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favourite series. Short for the Biolo- Biological Shockford. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet that. Tweet that. Uh, but you guys are big fans of that series? Yes. I like it. I'm a big fan of the series. Yeah, Ben's a big fan. I'm the huge fan. I'm an upper medium fan. Yeah, right. I'm an XL I'm like a M then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not being developed by Irrational Games. It's not being developed by anyone clear at this point. I think... Or have they put together, it like, they properly said, here's the team. Yeah, I'll find got the got an team. Asari named Liara. <laughs> we went to Ilium and found a... Uh, I can't remember any more stuff from that game. <laughs> oh, it, I'm so bad at remembering made-up f- names and places. They're all made up eventually, but yeah, like sci-fi and fantasy names and places. I'm so terrible at going like, oh yeah, the um, this town from Middle Earth, yeah, <laughs> uh, fucking Rohan. I yeah. know that one because it's just a name. Gondor, Gondor, Minas Tirith. So it's uh, the announcement came from 2K. So they're the publisher basically that holds the license of Bioshock. Mm. Still, um, the developer is a, a company called Cloud Chamber. And the team... Are they new? Cloud Chamber? Have they made anything before? Oh, mate, I've... I don't know. Yeah, a new wholly owned game development studio, Cloud Chamber. Right. Owned by 2K. Um, But yes, they have put together a team. Uh, They say, uh, quote, uh, Several members of our team played key roles in other Bioshock titles, including Hoagie De La Plant. Does sound made up. Is is that the job title or the... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, creative director Right Scott Sinclair Art director And Jonathan Pelling Design director They all worked on Previous Bioshock games Okay um, So that's cool It doesn't have The creative mastermind Ken Levine though Well and the writing Is the thing Like the story Of those games Was the thing That really got me in Like yes. they were They were good shooters the, the, the fact that The world building Tied into the story And the yeah. gameplay Was the most impressive Thing about them Definitely And like so without that element being sort of locked in mm-hmm. and or being clear who's doing that part, I'm not really interested. Yeah. And this seems like them going, hey, we've got this name. 
right. we should do this. They also were very quick to point out, we're announcing this at the beginning of its development cycle. Don't expect anything new for several years. Right. So, don't expect anything new for several years. I'm not expecting it to come out, to be <laughs> right. perfectly honest. That, yeah. that sounds like a mess waiting to happen. Right. Uh, That's uh, a weird way of announcing something. Yeah. yeah. So early on. Yeah. Any kind of common sense. Uh, but maybe they're just like, hey, it's been f- six years mm-hmm. since Bioshock Infinite. I think we've got to remind people that it exists. I think we've got to remind our shareholders that we're making a game and that they should keep investing money with yeah. us. Right. Sort of situation. I, because what the fuck is a Bioshock game? At this, like, with a different team of people, even if some of them have worked on the previous mm. games, with a a different, like the the key driving stuff behind that did appear to be Ken Levine. Absolutely, yeah. So without him there and without any uh, what's the attachment to the old one what does bioshock mean yeah i remember thinking that even when infinite came out it turned out that tied into the others yeah yeah but it didn't need to and it sort of came out of nowhere you know mm-hmm. uh what the, what the fuck does bioshock mean does it just mean a shooter with powers and it'll have like a kind of weird looking environment because mm. there have been a lot of those as well and i've never really gotten that into dishonored or prey or any of those other Bioshock style The recent Deus Ex games I've not liked Right A lot of people did like The Dishonored games Yeah I, I played the first one It was fine mm. It wasn't on the same level as, as Bioshock I don't think Well even Bioshock I don't think was on the same level As like System Shock And Deus Ex for me The right. original ones back then Were the, the good versions Of that type of game And all of the ones From Bioshock on I've not been as interested In the gameplay of those Right That type of Whatever genre That is called The fucking Not very deep shooter Right and like powers, I guess use stealth genre. Right, right. The gameplay of those hasn't been the driving thing for me, but the the storylines of you know those Bioshock games was all right. So this Hoagie guy, yeah, he's been a level builder, right, and now he's a creative director. So I'm not sure if that translates into what I would be interested in from a Bioshock game. Yeah, I think that's. A fair um, skepticism to have. Because if it was like, hey, we've got someone making the new fucking Goodfellas. Okay. There's someone making... There's Goodfellas 2. It's coming out. And get this. People who worked on the original Goodfellas, they're back. Oh, which people? Like the the, the screenwriter or the editor? or or, key grip is now the director. The key grip is now the the director. We got him, boys. What does the key grip even do? (laughs) We got the key grip back. What's he been doing in between? Cloud chamber. It's new. We made it just to make Goodfellas 2. Is that a vape thing? Yeah. (laughs) I'm all in there. It's the vape studio is making Bioshock. Infinite was in the clouds. They couldn't even get Get the best boy. And he's the best boy. We don't have the best boy, but yeah. um, we got... So, the the art director now, mm. he's seen Goodfellas. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh so, it's Todd Phillips. <laughs> he knows. Like, this is basically the new Star Wars movies, I guess, that I'm describing. Yeah. yeah. All, all popular culture. <laughs> yeah. It's... I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to be like, Bioshock's back. It's, we yeah. don't know when. We don't know what it is. I guess we got some of the old people... See you in six years. Yeah. They're, surely they're relying on like people like me who love the franchise to be like excited. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I took note of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, because it doesn't really mean anything. No. At this point, yeah, you've got. Even if you were like so excited, you've mm. got so long to wait anyway. So yeah. who cares? Mm. 
Yeah. And j- like, cool, you still own the name Bioshock. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Oh, well. Uh, is that all the news we had for the week? It's all the news I've got. That's yeah, it. I guess so. That's it, uh, baby. Let me have a troll. Let me have a quick troll. <laughs> One big bit of news we should mention is uh, our Let's Plays. Oh, yeah. We're currently doing Until Dawn. Fresh in from the front. Please watch our YouTube videos. This is like when those fucking, when like news.com will be like, hey, by the way, some of the fucking Channel 7 shows are pretty good. But check that out. We're making our way through Until Dawn, proving to be very popular so far. Lots of people really enjoying those each week. So yeah, they're still still coming out one a week, but there's what, four? Four out. At this point? Yes. Yep. Four out. Well, I forget how many in total. About 10? I think 10. Yeah. yeah. So a few more to go. Get on board, catch up. Yeah. Do and a we'll bit ho- of a binge. We'll hopefully be doing an, a new one in a shorter time frame after this one is yes. done. Does yeah. that make sense? So but a lot of people have been suggesting we do that Man of Medan game. Apparently it's not very good, so I'm hesitant to <laughs> yeah. commit to playing it. <laughs> I do own it already, though. We'll do whatever. We'll do what we want to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll work it out. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, but yeah, check that out. So uh, my point being, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh yes, yeah. because there'll be stuff coming out. Smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Hit on the little bell. I believe you've got to do now to yeah, uh, get, get notifications. Notified. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Um, well, that'll do us for another week. I think. Yeah. Have you been doing shit? Nah. Hell yeah. I'm, I've been playing a bit of Civ Five and listening to podcasts, but. I uh, haven't had heaps of time to go in on anything new or, uh, yeah. No, there's not much coming out. We're sort of winding down for the end of the year. Yep. I'll give a Mass Effect update next week. But uh, I think uh, the big the big Game of the Year episodes and Games of Decade ones, mm. I think they're burners. Oh, they're um, good ones. Well, they are, because we've already done them and yeah. they're great. Well, obviously next week, Game Awards, there'll be a shitloads, uh, a th- <laughs> a shitloads of things to talk about. <laughs> yep. A lot of trailers will be dropping. There'll be lots of uh, interesting choices, I'm sure, at the games, mm-hmm. awards. Uh, yeah, I think it's worth saying as well, I was hesitant about, uh, I was sceptical about the ethics of yes. um, Jeff Keighley being involved with them and then being in Death Stranding. I didn't realise he has no input on who wins Game of the Year or anything. Yeah, it's actually less not corrupt but compromised then like something like the academy yeah because they they're in movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they vote on the movies totally There's and they don't see the movies half of them apparently so it's like 80 journalists or something games journalists who blindly vote yeah for, what are you guys going to vote for cuz i i'm still tossing up what my what my ballot's going to go to in the games awards you got invited yeah yeah you you didn't get invited jeff keely told me that I should fuck off and never call him again. Oh. I thought he was just being funny. I thought it just like I couldn't be in for some reason. Oh no, no, I'm I'm voting. So uh, I'm, I'm voting. doing the catering. Oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yeah. We'll see you next week. We'll talk about all mm. the stuff from the game awards, and then yeah, we're into our big uh, games of the year and decade. Let's oh, yeah. leave it there for the week. Filthycasuals.com.au for the links to our premium episodes on Bandcamp. Uh, yeah, check out the YouTube. Get on Patreon and support the show. You can mm. get a bonus episode every week. You'll be able to hear what we're about to record after this. Yeah. So if you want to join the club and be cool, get on the Patreon. Yep. Join us over there. It's always a yeah, bit of extra content every week. Mm. We have a lot of fun on that show, the sister show to this podcast. Yes. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Just to remind you, whoever the studio is making Skatebird, Flony Hawks... Crow skateboarding two? two, but instead of two, say bird poo or something. <laughs> Think of a di- you can do, but like more birds. Yeah. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.